0: I don't know. Like, who do you got to go to get some chicken around here? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D.T. Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Sorry, Steve. I'm a
1: little hangry. Oh, dude, you and me both. I usually eat before our podcast, but I didn't today. Yeah. Because we're, we're we're actually currently... Doing a podcast while the the station is having a, a a meeting, a lunch gathering. Is there a meeting or is ah, it just lunch? And I don't trust these lunch gatherings, man. They're always a meeting. Yeah, you know, there's always going to be some kind. I bet if we look out there right now, there's some kind of like PowerPoint presentation that
0: they're showing. I don't know. I don't you see anybody think? sitting there. They you might just- they might just be putting on making masks and eating candy today. So and you- I saw some of the salespeople already leaving. So I was like, all right.
1: Oh. Well, maybe we'll make this a quick one. I was like, "Oh, let's just time it so that we do the podcast, we skip the meeting, and we get there right when the pizza shows up." <laughs> like, sorry guys, you need us to do these podcasts now that you're advertising on them. Yeah, exactly. We got, like, I, look, content we produce it. Yeah, this isn't just for fun anymore. Like now, it's like our job. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Good to see you, Teddy. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, but I am hungry. I usually grab my lunch before we do the podcast. But I
0: don't know if you know my Wednesday routine nowadays. Well, I do now, because it used to always be we get chicken teriyaki. Yes. I would get it afterwards. You'd get it before. Yes. But now you've switched to the Starbucks uh, sandwich and a coffee. I like that as well. well, what I've been doing recently for, I don't know how long,
1: but I'd say about the last couple months. The show ends. All right. As soon as the show ends, I pretend that I'm t- uh, about to take a very important call and I go into our the green room. Yeah. You know, where like the video green wall yeah, is. the giant couch in there. The giant couch in there. And don't ever turn on the lights. I just walk in there in case someone's watching, but I'm like, oh, I'm talking to someone important. Just go straight to the couch and I lay down. I set a timer on my phone for an hour and I close my eyes. Oh, nice. And if I take a nap, great. If I don't, I don't play on my phone. I just sit there in silence and just chill. And it... A hundred times out of a hundred so far, I fall asleep, and it's great. So I take like a good forty-five minute nap because, dude, I don't get naps anymore at home now. And I, I, I go train wrestling on Wednesday night, so it's like I'm I'm kind of like just I'm slow, you know. I'm, I'm feeling pretty sluggish by the time Wednesday night comes. Otherwise, so get that good nap in. But then I wake up, the alarm wakes me up at an hour mark. Because wh- however much sleep I get, it's not at an hour, and then I'm just like usually tired as hell. I fall fallen asleep on my arm. My arms asleep.
0: I'm cold because the room is cold. It, so, it's like I, 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 definitely napped in there in the summer when it was so hot. Oh, that, my place was so gross. That, that I was was so cold. I know.
1: And then I just kind of like sluggishly. That's why I want That's why I've been leaning on the coffee recently. I'm like, I oh, a, I see. All right, I need that coffee to wake me up. That teriyaki chicken's not helping. It's in fact making me more tired. It's not.
0: Yeah. yeah, I know she's got she's back to two pieces. Yeah,
1: well, dude, she's always been two pieces with me. Well, it was there was once a time those days were gone.
0: Yeah, I used to get three. I The problem is I used I went consistently at least once a week and then I stopped going and she lowered me back down to two.
1: Yeah, ever since the bell incident, I've been lower down to two. It's never been. I've never gotten back to that. I don't think maybe once. I think one time she left me hanging for a while and I think it was like a make good. All right. Like, ah, shut up, buddy. Here's an extra chicken. I just try not to show up there with you as I
0: know she hates you. <laughs> Despises me.
1: She probably doesn't like me now because I'm always making eye contact as I go into the Starbucks. I'm like, you see where I'm going?
0: It is weird. I do, like, I'll do it on a Wednesday too. I'll walk down there and I look over, and if I see her, I go get chicken. Yep. If I don't, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a right into the Starbucks. Hurry up. Well, Hurry now, the t- and now the tunnel's open again. It is? Yes. Oh. Not everything's open, but like. But uh, is the Pokeball place open? No. Damn it. Evergreens. But Jimmy I, John's? No. Evergreen. Why don't I just tell you what's open, Steve? Okay, okay fine. <laughs> before, you keep, before I have to keep crushing your soul. To be honest, I have no other places I could think of to even ask. I don't know what happened to that Jimmy John's. They said we'll be back. They have not been back. They're not freaky fast. They're not. They, they, that one was never freaky fast. No, it was. And they generally are. They were painfully slow. Yeah. And I always felt like I was going to get yelled at there. Yeah, they were, that was a strange one, because Jimmy John's is pretty good about pumping out subs pretty quick, but yeah, that that one was weird. Uh, so, uh, Evergreens is open, you can go get a salad. They're kind of expensive, but I like them. Jack's Barbecue is open. Okay. Like the sushi joint, the burger joint, Okay, the Euro joint, oh. and then the crappy Chinese buffet. Because they used to. That's have the, the name of it in all fairness It's the crappy Chinese buffet I don't know how to explain it Because I love crappy Chinese food But this is like It's like come on man Like you just warm this up In the oven back there <laughs> <laughs> I, Well my place has been closed forever Because they shut down buffets But I used to yeah. always go over to the other place Where you could get like They had like crappy salmon But they had like brown rice Like steamed vegetables I could always go there And make a plate of something And that's the place Where they would they would weigh your plate right? Correct Yeah that place was pretty legit and sometimes you sneak in a piece of orange chicken, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it just as a little treat after you finish
1: your salad. Yes. It's like you've done good with this salad. Yeah, but you, you can at least really tell like on chicken. a Friday, like, a couple of orange chicken, maybe a fried shrimp. Oh man, I've been wanting uh general sales chicken for the longest time. You know, I need to I need to I need to pull uh rank at home and get it. Because I was supposed to get it for my birthday. So uh, I was right. like the whole thing. Uh, which was like, you know, earlier this month. And I was all excited, but my birthday fell on, I believe, a Sunday, if I remember correctly. It was. Yeah, and we, my wife's like, you know, for your birthday, let's get Chinese food. I'm like, awesome. Well, I call them. They're not open on Sundays. No, of course not. It's like the sushi place by my house not
0: open on Mondays, and it always feels like a Monday is when I really want that sushi. Yeah, there's a couple places like that in my neighborhood because mm-hmm. it's always like for, for whatever reason I feel like, like unless we take like a week off. But I feel like I get more Mondays off just for weekend trips and stuff. So I'll have like a Monday like, I can order whatever I want for lunch. It's like, we're not open on Mondays. You sons of bitches. Don't you know I'm not working? (sighs) Hey, before we uh, get into the whole podcast, I just want to let everyone know, at the end of
1: this podcast, if you're a wrestling fan. Oh, you remembered. That's right. I remember this time. So last week, we had Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Got some nice messages from people who enjoyed it. Because I'm like, I don't know. Is this going to go all right? Or the mega family going to be like, stop adding extra crap for us to listen to. But if you feel like listening to it, I, I chat with uh, Cody Rhodes. Oh, nice! Yes, legend. And he remembers Defy because he he was the first guy, he was the first big name to come in to come to Defy. He was like the big selling point. He was a selling point for why I, I took the gig when they asked me about joining with Defy and doing something with them. I got a direct message from Jim over at Defy, and he's just like, "Hey, we're gonna start this new promotion. Our main event's gonna be." Cody Rhodes versus Shane Strickland, who's now Isaiah Scott in WWE, and I'm like, I don't know what you need me for, but sold. That sounds like you guys are putting in the best foot. You're putting your best foot forward. Yeah, and it's just been amazing. In fact, the fight's gonna be happening this Friday night. Uh, I'll be there ring announcing, and that's gonna be a good one. Homicide for you, old school wrestling fans. He's wrestling our boy Ethan HD. Come on,
0: Ethan. Ethan's got to
1: kick his ass. Yeah, man. Uh, put,
0: also, put him that, in his place.
1: Yeah. Member of the Bullet Club LP, All Vancouver's right. finest. He's gonna be wrestling Sonico. That's going to be a badass
0: match. I can't believe he's wrestling. I mean, I just like the work he does with Killer Mike. I know they're different folks, people. <laughs> LP's like, straight up, you want to go to a rave with
1: this guy. All he's right. got the light-up jacket, the light-up glasses. He's got the the the, the, the dubstepy type music. He's called the headbanger. I'm a headbanger.
0: <laughs> I don't Dude, know. I wore one of our light-up jackets a few weeks ago at a uh-huh. bonfire. And somebody was just like, "Man, it's like 1 a.m. I'm like, that's a really cool jacket. Where'd you get it?" And I was like, I, "Look, I'm I'm drunk. I would like to tell you, like, I found it. I go, I think we got them from like rave rave till dawn dot com or some crap. Yeah, something. It was like I think it might have been even on Amazon. Like, it might have been. I just yeah. forgot how cool those jackets are, especially when you're walking around in a dark area,
1: dude. When I, I I took like the same approach with like those jackets have like the, the was the the, the the LED strips. Yeah. And I had some this guy that makes stuff, and he made me an LED with my logo on the back of it, uh, nice. on my denim jacket. I don't wear it all the time, but I need to bust that thing back out. I need to find like a venue when I'm wrestling that gets dark,
0: real dark, because when it does, it looks pretty badass. Uh, Washington Hall is a great venue, but those lights are old. They're probably not LEDs. Yeah. yeah. You need to find somewhere where you can flip them off and flip them back on.
1: Yes. <laughs> look badass. Yeah. Light up jackets. I don't care. I don't care. Like I'm like ten years old with that kind of stuff. I, I think love. They're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sober. Drunk. That
0: that's a nice Christmas. Awesome. cuz everybody's lights. always like, oh, Burning Man. You guys just like looking at the lights. And you guys are all messed up. It's like, like, listen, you're not messed up the entire week. Like I'm also like, don't you drive around and like Christmas lights? Yeah. Like, I think everybody likes lights. Lights are awesome. I mean, it's part of the reason you stare at a fire truck when it goes by. Like, oh, man. Like, you know it's going somewhere bad, but you're like, ooh, fire truck.
1: Fire. And all those people have those cars that have, like, the like the, the glowing lights underneath
0: their cars. Yeah. It's just some people like lights. All right, real quick about food. Okay. I've always made fun of people that did, got, quote, unquote, boneless wings. I'm like, that's a chicken nugget or yep. chicken tender. I agree. I'll tell you what, man. I know it's not any healthier because it's still battered and deep fried. Well, I'm all about the buffalo cauliflower. Oh yeah, like I don't know if it's a texture thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I don't feel like gnawing on bones. Like I'm just gonna get the cauliflower. But but I love that the the hot sauce. Yeah, dude. Where is I think Joey?
1: You remember that? that Yeah, of course. I think they have a buffalo cauliflower thing over
0: there. Well, I've been known to go to the Atlanta Crossin after uh, after a soccer after I play soccer. Okay, (laughs) it's just like IPA buffalo cauliflower ranch, and and I'm pretty sure now
1: uh, Buffalo Wild Wings does it. Everybody does. We should get some. And yeah. also get chicken wings, too. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. Lemon pepper wings, buffalo cauliflower.
1: Yeah. Oh, the buffalo sauce is the best. Dude, I know we're all over the place, and <laughs> we'll get into the TED Talk, but I did go to the Kraken game, and I made it a point. <laughs> it's a funny reason why. So I was walking around, and I already had one of those Kraken sausages, because I got to be a part of the media, and maybe we'll get into all, that whole experience. was pretty amazing. But I was like, man, I should go walk around, check out what's going on in the arena during an intermission. Like, I got a couple minutes. Yeah. So I started walking, and you ever like know somebody, but you don't really like them, but, like, you tolerate them. It's all like, right. Like, the ultimate acquaintance, but they just get under your skin within 30 seconds. Yep. But they're not – there's, like, there's nothing they're doing wrong. They're just – they're cut from a different cloth, and they're just annoying as They're all just that. annoying. Yeah. To you. Right. Or right. to me. Right. Maybe someone else likes them. Although yeah. I know other people that would agree with me about this certain person. I don't know if you know him, but he's in the world of, like, entertainment. I just almost was like, do I know? Maybe. <laughs> So anyways, I'm walking around and I could see him maybe, you know, I'd say about maybe 70 feet. And he's got this weird strut and he's wearing this suit that's way too big on him. Like he's just trying to look like he's the guy. Like that's kind of his thing. All right. Like he thinks he's the guy. And as he's walking my way, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't have it in me. I just don't. How do I get out of this situation? Like I just, I could turn right around, but I didn't even think about that. I was like, I'm just gonna make a left into whatever's next. All right. Make a left and it's Shaq's big chicken. Oh, nice. So I'm like, this is meant to be. And dude, it's awesome. Like, they had like a little stand. I think they had a couple of them in the arena. You walk in, the boxes are already set up. They have them on like a, a, a warming like station. Oh, yeah. So in you the just box. grab them? You grab the box yourself. Cause I walked in confused. And the guy's like, Do you need help? I'm like, I don't understand do how this works. works. <laughs> I'm like, What do I do? Do I pay first? He goes, No, grab whatever it is, scan it, pay it, and leave. I'm like, Wait, there's no cashier? Nothing. Like, you don't make, they have all the different chickens. Like, they have four or five different sandwiches. So, right. of course, I grabbed the Kraken. Scanned it, paid, got out. Guy was gone. It was awesome.
0: I like that. It's like, do you need help? Because I know you. Like, you probably maybe had like a beer. No beers. No beer. Right. So it's not even like you're drunk. No. You're just like, do you need help? Because I feel like if I was standing there, they'd be like, hey, drunk guy, you
1: need help. Oh, I probably looked a little confused because I was just disheveled. I was like trying to hide from a guy, and I ended up in a in a mecca of Shack's Big Chicken, dude. That had barbecue sauce on it, cream cheese. I think I can't remember what else. Like. Ranch dressing, maybe. The sandwich was amazing. It was awesome. one of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had. No kidding. It's really good. Yeah, Especially I, if you like, buff, like a barbecue, uh, not barbecue, but a buffalo, buffalo, sauce. Ch- buffalo sauce chicken sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I know. I want to eat one right now. All right. Well, we can't do that, but maybe after the podcast, we could have a slice of pizza. Maybe.
0: TED Talks. Starring. The Tech Stay the course, people. Now, look, I could be talking about sports teams we know. Could be talking about personal achievements. Ooh. Yeah. Scored a goal this weekend, hey! Steve.
1: Hey! Right? Hey! That's right!
0: Goddamn right! I buried that MFR. er Not only did you score a goal, but the Ted Smith GWG. Game-winning game winning goal, right? 1 0. Our buddy the mayor had pitched a shutout between the pipes. Hey! Right? I was so excited, man. I love it because, in a way, you still one upped him. He <laughs> got the shutout, but you got the game winning goal. Plus, it was really nice doing it with like, like, there's I have friends in that league, but I was like, I was like, man, Joe's back there making real saves. Inspired you made a couple you. going left, which is, you know, which is tough.
1: Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to dive right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man. Yeah, good good, good pace, running out there. I'll tell you what, the, the weather was horrible. But anyhow... Oh, yeah. Was Sunday, Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. When I, I got there, it wasn't raining. I was outside of my house. Yeah. All that wind and rain happened while we were playing. But yeah, got a goal. So stay the course. Uh, I'll get into sports a little bit later with some of that other stuff. The other thing I would tell people this weekend is, look, it's Halloween weekend. So you got kids? Do the kid thing. Get them trick-or-treating. Enjoy some candy. If you're an adult, go into a party. Have fun. Be responsible. And you know what? This year... You hook up with the slutty nurse. Yes. Right. She's looking for action. And you maybe just make out. Have some fun. If she asks for a breast exam, you give it to her. Yeah. Bring your own
1: telescope. Make sure it's consensual. Stethoscope. Whatever that thing is. You know what? We just want to make sure there's nothing crazy going on down there. You get that telescope.
0: Yeah, yeah. You put that thing on her heart and go, I need to listen to your heartbeat, nurse. Sounds like it's beating for me.
1: Oh, It's just so bad it might work. I mean, it's Halloween.
0: One time I was Halloween. I think Halloween is a hookup holiday. Oh, of all holidays? I would imagine yes. Because you ain't hooking up on Thanksgiving or Christmas. The only thing I can think is if you were
1: at a bar on Christmas, there's a good chance maybe you are looking for a hookup because chances are you're you're, you're single. And sad. And sad. And what makes you happy?
0: Sausage. (laughs) I don't know. I've been to a bar once on Christmas night. I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. It was... People were real fired. I was like, ah, this isn't my scene.
1: Valentine's Day, too, but it's like, also, you're teetering on the sad person. But I feel like people that are single probably go out on Valentine's Day just looking for someone to a bang. I Yeah, I have. But I think- ha- I've well, never converted. Well, dude, I mean, when you're single as a guy, every
0: weekend is a holiday, holiday. looking <laughs> to bang. Well, like a holiday. Holiday. <laughs> yeah, Halloween, though, definitely number one. Ha- just because everybody's in costumes and like- Hey, look, there's just people on Halloween, frankly, that look better or cooler than they look the rest of the year. Men and women. Oh, dude, for sure. Especially, dude, I'm a sucker for, like, I remember back
1: in, like, the days of, like, just, like, Facebook stalking people when you're single, you meet some girl, you're like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, let me check her photo albums. Hopefully she has a photo album that's either Summer at the Beach or Halloween.
0: Yeah. Those are typically where you get to see what's going on.
1: Sounds I have so definitely, creepy, but it's
0: true. I have definitely been at a Halloween party and like almost hooked up with somebody, and then it's like, oh, I mean, this was years ago. It's like, oh, damn, you're like fifty. <laughs> you look good in those fishnets, though. Well, do, all right, so it happened to my buddy. I'll leave his <laughs> name out of it. We were at uh, at Trinity, right? Do I know this person. You might have met him, but okay. he, he, not not someone super close to, in my world. Correct. Okay. So it's me and two other buddies. We're at Trinity. I knew like my uh, buddy of mine used to run security there. So we're up in like the VIP or whatever. So he's wearing a suit, but he's wearing these gloves. So it looks like a werewolf because he has on a mask and like the gloves, but he's just wearing a suit. And he is dancing with this girl the whole night, right? But honestly, like we're clearly the oldest people in this VIP section. Okay. Everybody's like in their early 20s. And finally, he just like comes over and his mask is up. He's like, yeah, we can go now. I was like, "What happened?" He goes, "Oh, I pulled up my mask." She did not expect me to be like in my early forties. Oh no! Like, oh. He's like, "Yeah." She just kind of turned around and walked away. I was like, "Oh, damn." Oh, yeah. That poses the question. Like, so,
1: if hindsight was twenty twenty, you keep the mask on. And what if, like, she's like, let's go back to your place. Do you just keep it on? I for don't, the whole right?
0: Time? Like, I, but the thing is, like, like That's point, all. Like, you would never think, like, oh, I'm going to take my mask off. And she's going to be shocked that I'm in my early 40s. Right? Like, she's willing to already
1: dance. Like, you figure, okay,
0: she just doesn't care. Oh, dude, we were on fire that night. And then Until- we went We went to another private party uh-huh. where I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm on the list. Like, I know this person, this and that. And the guy's finally like, all right, yeah. So, again, we're up in like a VIP this and that. We walk all over this place. Never find our friends. Have a blast. At one point, we're on stage with the DJ. Amazing. Dancing. Yeah. And the next morning, I text like this guy I know that was supposed to be the hook up there. And I go, hey, man, we were there. We never saw you. And he's like, dude, where were you? And I told him, he goes, you were at the wrong party. And it was like a $30 entrance into this rave. And we just, I got us in. We're on stage dancing. <laughs> like. It was it was one of those nights. I was at the wrong damn party, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, they always say if you act like you belong. You will get wherever you need to go. Right, because I wasn't being a D about it. Right. I really thought I was at the right place. I right. was like, I don't know, man. Like, check that list again. And finally, like, I was like, all right, man, you seem to know what you're doing. Like, yeah, get up. Here's your wristbands. Like, get up there. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I remember we used to do that, like, at the old deck the hall ball days when we used to, when I worked at the end,
1: and it was at the now Climate Pledge Arena, but was once the key arena before being yeah. really awesome like it is now. Well, I remember I used to live in Queen Anne. So I would just. It was like I'm gonna go, to, go in there a little early. I got nothing to do. I'm just kind of hanging out in my apartment. And I would always make it a point because it was easier to cut through the parking, like that weird employee parking gate into the arena, kind of yeah. like the gate, like that's like before you get to the front doors. Yeah. So I was like, well, I already had my credentials, but I have a hoodie on, so my credentials weren't showing. And at the first time I did this, I wasn't intentionally doing it, but then the next couple times, where I was still living around there. I did it just more as a game just to see. Because the first time I was just like, I'm just going to cut through. I got my pass. I could get wherever I want. So I just cut through this one door. Nobody stopped me. First of all, I just walked through like where the security would tell you not to. But I'm just walking like as if I owned the place. I didn't even care. Walk right through. I'm now in the kitchen of the key arena. And I just was like looking I'm like, where's the elevator? And they're like, oh, it's right over there. Took the elevator up, blah, blah, blah. And it hit me. I'm like, Nobody stopped me and I have no proof that I'm credentialed.
0: No, but yeah. right, you just you just have that because you did. You were confident. Right. I wasn't like like sheepishly like looking around. I did it at Sonic's games before. Yeah. Just walked up to the club level. Weren't you with me one night? Probably. I think it was like me, you, and I think you're right. Yeah. But yeah. We were just like, screw it, let's just walk up there. <laughs> squatch. Just admit it, it was squatch. <laughs> I still just remember this smoking hot woman walks by with her boyfriend and stops and like looks at the three of us. And the one person we're with is like and she's looking at me and she's like, Ted. I was like, Hey, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I just real quick though
1: uh highly recommend if you can go to a hockey game. I know tickets are cheap, although yesterday I learned if you wait till the very last minute, like let's just say you go to a bar nearby uh, Climate Pledge Arena around s- games at 7, 620-ish, 630, get on your phone on Ticketmaster app, the-, the resale, the prices go way down when there's not a high demand
0: for a ticket. At that yeah. time. I mean, weekend games are always going to be packed. Yeah, I feel like these it. weekday yep. games, you're going to be able to get in there. I mean, even Sunday night, I've already had people offering me tickets for Sunday night. And it's Halloween. So it's I Halloween. Feel like, the yep. Seahawks are in town.
1: Yeah, I had a couple people hit me up about last night's game and even Thursday's game. But dude, 40 bucks for a ticket.
0: Are and they the, in town still tomorrow?
1: They're in town. They're playing Minnesota tomorrow, Ooh. Kraken versus Minnesota, and then uh, uh, the weekend against the Rangers. And then I think next week they're playing Buffalo. I might be going out with Danny uh, from our show. We're going to try this. We're going to go on Thursday night. We're gonna go to a bar. All right. And we're just gonna wait until 6'10-ish. See if, if tickets are anywhere hovering around 50, 60 bucks a ticket, pull the trigger. Cause at that point, save 20 bucks, whatever, and, and go to the game. But mm-hmm. here's my whole experience. So I had no ticket to that game. I, I thought for sure I'm not going to the game. As Excuse a last, me? yeah, baby. yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put in another thing for a press credential because I mean, we do cover them. They know me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm registered with the NHL like as a member of the media. Like, I get their alerts. Like, I had to fill it all out. Like, I've done all the stuff when the first team first came through. So I put it. I'm like, they probably got a billion people that are coming to the opening game. I'm not going to be butthurt hurt if they say no. I feel like they'll say yes to other games, but not opening day, right? All right. Thursday night, get an email from them. You've been approved for a pass. Nice. What the F? But now I'm like, crap, I got to look, because that's the joke. Not the joke, but the thing is, like, you don't go to the press pa- media section wearing, like, a jersey or a hoodie. You don't show any allegiance to a team. You got to look professional. And I'm like, well, I don't really have a ton of professional clothes. I'm like, all right, I'll go to, go to the store. You look sharp. I went to H&M, found a $15 button-down shirt. All right. That's funny, because that was, funny, I mean, that was the blur. first thing I said to you today. Yeah. I was like, man, you look good. I had a pair of, like, like tan-colored Levi's that look like slacks, but they're yeah. really jeans. The agent. The H- I, I just wanted to get a blue shirt so I could still kind of represent the Kraken without wearing. You know, got that for fifteen bucks. Drive down. I'm like, I'm gonna probably have to drop an arm and a leg to get a parking spot. Find street parking on Western, like literally three blocks no. away from the actual entrance of the key of the Climate Pledge Arena. Find street parking. So I pay for it with my app,
0: dollar seventy five. I think top. were you down by like where I used to live, right? Like Belltown, almost legit on oh. First and Western. Jesus, man, that's close, right? I couldn't believe
1: it at first. Like I, I looked everywhere for like a good couple of minutes. I'm like, this can't be. There's only, but there were cars parked there, but there was a sh- ton of parking spots. All right, I screw it, dude. All said and done, under twenty dollars. I'm um, for the shirt and the parking. I'm at the cracking game home opener, and it was that's amazing, awesome. dude. As a hockey fan. It was. I'm
0: so glad I got to be there. Goosebump City team didn't win, of course. But that's okay. Just, people you know, were fired up all day. I mean, even because yeah. I, I went to the Sounders match that day. But the ta- all day people were just like, "You going to the hockey game? You going to the hockey game?" Yeah, I mean, dude, it was, it was wild. And uh,
1: shout out to my boy Munson. He has season tickets, third row back behind Sean Kemp on the ice, no behind kidding. the goal. The the goal that the team is trying to shoot on twice so the visitors' net. So that, that that those seats were incredible. And his buddy got, a mutual friend, got a little too wasted. His wife, was pregnant, decided that it's time to go home. So I, I swooped in on the third period. And it was great because I was up in the press box. And there was this nice guy from Canada. And we were getting along great, like some media guy there. But as the night went out, like, I think he felt a little too comfortable talking to me. And things got political. Oh. Like about health care, about employment, about the living wages, about COVID. And I'm looking at this guy for not, the whole... Not tonight. And I'm just like trying to watch the game. Finally. And I knew Munson already hit me up. He goes, hey, man, I got an empty spot. I'm like, ah, you know, maybe in the third period I'll, I'll hit you up. But like, let me just enjoy this press spot because it's a beautiful view of the ice. I, I love, don't know
0: that I've ever been in a press box. It's an incredible, dude. Like I've been... Right. I've been to like NFL facilities for practice and stuff, but I don't know that I've actually been in a press box at an actual game. Great perspective. You're hovering over the ice practically. and like, All right. You can watch the whole play. Finally hit a point where I, it's like maybe
1: five minutes left in the second period. As this guy's telling me about things, I'm just like, man, like, well, I don't need this right now. I just took my jacket and I got up. He goes, because uh, I told him earlier, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to probably bone out a little bit early so I can get to check out the, the merch stuff. And I, I grabbed my jacket too. He goes, grabbing your jacket, huh? I'm like, yeah, it's cold. See you later. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just, nice. I like never that. came back. Sat with Munson. Had a great
0: time being around other like. Yeah. Listeners well, now you're in the crowd. Yeah. yeah,
1: dude. It was you get the best of both worlds.
0: Right, because I right because we're going on what December third. Yes. And and dude,
1: we we'll have to hit up Munson because he's got the Space Needle lounge tickets that you pay extra like, a couple thousand dollars for the season. It's like this little exclusive lounge, be like that's set up on like the second level. All
0: right, so. The other thing, too, is uh, fuck us up, he said. I'm not going to I'm not going to name drop him, but you know, him. he's a big listener, does photography from stuff. And anyhow, DK he, Metcalf. Yes, he was there. He hit me up and was like, dude, I got club seats. Let me know when you want to go to a game. So I'm like, ooh, Friday night. Like we're going to have a, we're going to have to talk to oh, a lot of people. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. good Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah good so, right. Yeah. yeah. That's all I was like. All
1: right. Yeah, dude. It was awesome. Highly recommend it. But yeah, if you want to try and score tickets for the cheap and you're willing to play that game of. Maybe I'll get him. I mean, you'll get him no matter what. You just might not get
0: him for as cheap as you hope. I do respect whoever the other... Do I know the other mutual friend whose wife was like, stopping to go home? <laughs> I don't think you've ever met him. He's one of our hockey buddies. All right. But I do respect like, man, that's getting it on a... Well, it's a Saturday. Here's the other thing. You're talking a pro sporting event yeah. on a Saturday evening. And, like, people are going to be drunk. But I kind of respect the first game. And he's just like, caution
1: to the wind. Dude, he was so wasted when I sat down to the, the section. we like, hey, what happened to him? I'm like, oh, he uh got a little too drunk. He's got you're like, yeah, we figured that was happening. Because at some point during the game, he's doing this thing where he's taking like he's like got his fingers up like a peace sign. Yeah. But he keeps tilting him down. Like he's going up, down, up, down. Yeah, just doing this throughout the entire first period. Up, he's wasting. Down, up, and down. everybody's like, what is this guy doing? Even Munson's like, do I not know hockey culture? Am I missing something? Yo, is this a Canadian thing? Right. People in the section are even like, well, everyone's laughing and kind of doing it with him as a joke. But they're All like, right. why is he this- finally, someone's like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? He goes, I'm talking to the goalie. They're like, what do you mean? He goes, tell him to put his eyes down. Stop watching the play. Oh, Jesus. That way they could score on him. So he's like
0: borderline blacked out drunk. (laughs) He's fully blacked out drunk. (laughs) So then everyone in the section, I guess, are doing the, the thing. (laughs) Pay attention, Keith. Or I got to stop saying Don't pay attention. He's starting to tell him to look down so he doesn't see the puck. Jesus Christ. You know, that's what Demko from the Canucks is going to do. He's like, I was tracking the puck until. Oh, I see. He's trying to fake out the goalie. Yeah,
1: he's trying to tell the goalie, look down. Stop watching the play. Jesus. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more actual sports besides the weird adventures I had on opening day for the Kraken. But go Kraken, man. Go Kraken. All right, the mega cash will return.
2: Ugh, seriously, Ted, Steve, shut the f**k up already, the Megacast will be back. You know what 2.30 in the afternoon feels like, don't you? Sleepy, groggy, dying for a nap. What do you do? Drink a cup of coffee? Drink a soda? Well, now you can get rid of that 2.30 feeling for more than three weeks with new 500-Hour Energy. Ooh, awesome. 500-Hour Energy has the caffeine of three cups of strong coffee and the sugar of 10, 10 dozen, dozen donuts. donuts. So not only will you have the energy to get through your work day. You'll have enough energy to go without sleeping for weeks. No, honey, just just come to bed. I'm not tired. I'm going to do the dishes and I'm going to paint the living room. <laughs> hey, who needs sleep anyway? The flies, the flies, they're all over me. 500, 500 hour energy. energy, energy, energy. Non stop energy now. No 230 people for over three weeks. Look at all the pretty colors. <laughs> 500 <laughs> hour energy. <laughs> These two guys are proof that they all just let anyone do a podcast. The Megacast is back.
0: That is a good meme. <laughs> the Vince McMahon yeah, strut. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's how the guy looks. No chance. No chance you're talking to Migs. You've got no chance. He's eating big chicken from Shaq. I actually tweeted at Shaq to thank him for his chicken. He never got back to me. Not even a like? No. That's all right. We still like Shaq. Oh, yeah. Shaq still rules. I got to imagine he gets a lot of tweets.
0: He gets a few more than we do.
1: Like, I mean, for us being in, like, the like not trying to humble brag, but it's going to sound that way, but like having like 16, 17,000 followers, yeah. at times I'm overwhelmed. Like, I'm like, I I think I replied to everybody, but I can't remember if I did or didn't. I always feel bad if I don't. Now, imagine multiplying that by
0: a thousand. I, I can't even imagine. You ever seen that video? Is it Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo or somebody like they post something on Instagram and Mm -hmm. it's just the notifications. Oh, I mean, it's it's freaking insane. You're just like, oh, they they can't even like you can't even like like stop it. No.
1: Well, that's how it was. I remember one time I I had uh, Rachel Barley, the bikini barista former rock girl now has lucky, lucky devil coffee stands all around. She's killing it. Right. She came in studio and. As a joke, she's like, okay. I'm like, what is your phone like? like What is the notifications like for you? Because she has over 100,000 followers on Instagram. She's All like, right. here, just hold my phone and watch. And I, she, I'm like, after about two seconds, I had anxiety from seeing how many notifications wouldn't stop. And I looked at and I go, why don't you turn your notifications off? <laughs> like, why do you even want to subject yourself to this? It's insane. And then she's like, just open up my page. And I'm like, it's, you can't keep up with it.
0: Yeah. And that's 100,000. Imagine having 1. 1.4 million or something like that. Yeah, I've only done it once on my Twitter, where I was like, "All right, nobody can reply to this anymore." Yeah, yeah. I've muted
1: conversations before. I've made a post and then I mute the conversation because I'm just like, I don't even want to. I don't want to read what people have to say. Yeah, yeah. It's just like even like the other day, I posted something. Someone had nothing mean towards me, but we're bitching about something about the Kraken, and then someone else chimed in to like argue with that person about whatever they wrote, and I'm like, get why you? I'm just as annoyed by that person's post as well. I want nothing to do with this conversation the two of you are about to have and I know
0: you guys are going to include me in it so I just muted the conversation. Yeah, and some people I'm always amazed like I'll be tweeting with somebody else and then somebody else, like just jumps in and so like, D- "Come on." And if it's it's always negative. I'm like, oh, yeah. like "Come on." Oh, if it's positive, Jump. Welcome, "Welcome to the party." Yeah, exactly. Water's warm. Yeah, there's a couple people I tweet at like uh there's a a guy that does like radio I think for XM down in uh He's down in L.A., but he used to be up here. God, I can't think of his name right now. But I don't actually know him, but we have a bunch of mutual, like, friends. Right, right. So, like, if it's something, I'll jump in about something about his dogs or whatever. But, like, yeah, I'm not going to jump in and be like, you're and wrong about that, dude. Yeah, dogs suck. Cats for life. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to hear me say that. I'm <laughs> not going to say never, but you're not going to hear me say that. I will say with complete confidence, I will never say that. Yeah, because you're already married. You know you're not married to a cat woman. <laughs> Thank God. Right. That's a good point. But like That would be an awkward conversation, too. Like, no, I really like her, but she's got two cats.
1: Like, Yeah, run. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cat. Manning the globe
0: to bring you the constant variety of sports. I don't hate cats. It's not my thing. The game. thrill of victory. Yeah, they can be nice. And and the, the agony games. of defeat. And the doghouse right next door to it. The Ted <laughs> Smiths. <laughs> so do I. Let's spend more time at the doghouse. Doghouse is awesome. Brought Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. good for popcorn. Smith Family Popcorn. <laughs> Nobody will know unless you know. you know. You know. Let's just cut to the chase. Seahawks are not good. No. There's a lot of problems with that team. I know everybody wants to bench Gino, but I will ask you, for who? Yeah. Uh, there's some scheme issues, this and that. But you know, you're gonna find out this year who's who's in, who's out, you know. Look, look, still go to the games, still tailgate. Dude, I suck. It's tickets. still NFL it's still NFL football in your town. Like, like, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I don't. We don't have public, or I'm not gonna be at public this week. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm fired up. I'm gonna sit there and watch an entire Seahawks game. This might be the first game I haven't watched in forever, just because it's on Halloween and yeah. at one
1: o'clock, and we're gonna be doing some like trick or treating type events with Baby Tatum. But of right. course, I'll be keeping tabs on my phone. But I saw online. I think if you go to, like the the Ticketmaster, people are selling their tickets for like twenty five dollars.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, come on, we both giving stay up, it. up, Ted. <laughs> well, hey, look, this. I look. Here's the other thing too. Is over the years, like you hear me talk about sports all the time. I love sports, but outside of Maryland football, I try to be realistic. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a long year. Yeah, but it doesn't mean
1: we got to jump ship and be like, ah, the hell with it. You well, we know? had Mitch Levy on, on Monday or Tuesday after the game, and he's like, look, I'm not saying the team is good, but I am saying there's still a chance. This is they're the, the people who are competing for wild cards, they're still in the mix. So like. It,
0: it, It just burned losing two because look, there's not a lot of wins left on that schedule. Right, Pittsburgh and New Orleans they should have been gimme's, and then Jacksonville. I was hoping to get two out of three. Now you gotta win on Sunday, but just like oh, to lose two games by three points when there was just simple, simple mistakes that could have fixed that stuff. I mean, just I mean,
1: you say all you want about Geno, but like and defense played great for the most part. But man, did they make some boneheaded
0: mistakes at the end of that game that cost the game. Yeah, and that's and the thing too. Like, look, Gino well. looked terrible at the end, but also like, like he didn't throw a pick, you know, and like, and like I said, each week it's entertaining
1: to find out how he's going to screw up the ending of the game. One week it's the right. interception, then it's the fumble, and this
0: time it's the sack. And I love running the ball, but you you got to let the kid, or you got to not the kid, Jesus, you got to let Gino throw it at some point, not only when it's third and a mile. Because oh you know what, gosh, the defense right. is just teeing off at that point. Dude. The defensive linemen, they're going to be fired upfield. field. You have you have extra backs in the you know defensive backs. Like right at that point, like right, it's tough for Russ to make a play when it's third and seventeen. Well, like, what they? They always say I, I joked about right, but like
1: the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I'm like now the definition of insanity is Pete Carroll because like yeah. how do you just keep running the ball? It was just, it was stupid. It, yeah, right. They they had you all dialed in. You weren't getting anywhere with the run. I understand that that's your philosophy. But at some point, you got to let Geno do something. I mean, he did have a couple good plays. Yeah. He's capable of throwing a pass. He's got wide receivers that are beyond talented that can make him look good. Yeah. Hey. Did,
0: hey. Did you see the newest DK News this morning? Oh, my gosh, did I?
1: All so right. I, met, I didn't meet him, but I was like, no further than you and I to DK Metcalf and uh and Bobby
0: Wagner at the cracking game. All right, so I've talked to Bobby before. Yeah. He's very... How big is DK in person? Big. He's very tall. That's what's because yeah. he's tall, he too. He makes Bobby look small. Which is wild, because mm-hmm. Bobby's a big boy. And seemed
1: very friendly. I don't yeah. know how else to say it. Like, Bobby almost looked like he
0: just was like, I don't want to be bothered anymore. I think a lot of people were bugging him probably throughout the day. Di- sure, I mean, he's... I mean, outside of Russell Wilson, he's, I would say, the second most famous Seahawk right. currently on the roster. I feel like DK's still enjoying being a celebrity, more so yeah. than Bobby Wagner, because DK looked like I could
1: have bought him a beer and he would have been like down with it.
0: Yeah, and DK's got a little bit of an easier job on Monday. That's a very good point. You know what I mean? He's not playing like, as much. Bobby's the captain. He's the quarterback of that defense. He's got to call plays and stuff. Good point. Yeah, DK. I mean, look. I they, look. That's the other thing too. Like, look. I don't care. Give it to him on an end around. He is such a monster. Just put the ball in his damn hands and let the man have a foursome if he wants a foursome. Yeah. Who cares if he blows off a chick from Portland? I thought that, that was the funniest story ever. Yeah. People so, should look that up. I saw that. I I think I saw that on BSO Black Sports Online. And I saw it on Bro Bible. Oh, and, it's already on Bro Bible. Oh, too. It was on
1: this morning at least. And right. It was just like long story short, he was hollering at a girl on Snapchat. She's an Instagram model, quote unquote. Convinces yeah. her to come see him, but she lives hours away. I didn't realize it was Portland, but that I'm makes just sense. I'm just guessing because yeah. she
0: said four hours away, so I'm like, all right, maybe it's Eugene, whatever. And he,
1: she's like about an hour away or something like that. And he's like, you know what? Just turn around. I'm tired. And then he hits her back up again after that and says, you know what? If you want to come, would you be down for a foursome? And then she was mad at him and it blew him up on on social media. Yeah, I think that was the gist of it. Yeah, and I know some people were like, whoa, he's got to be smart about that. I'm like he's single and he's a celebrity, and he's. Everything he did, yeah, maybe he could have wait. he could have told her a little sooner, but he was looking for consent. It wasn't like he was like doing anything like that's illegal or inappropriate. If the no. girl, I, I didn't understand why people were getting pissed at him. Yeah. I mean, freaking DK Metcalf,
0: let the man have a foursome if he wants a foursome. Let him have a fivesome. Yeah. I mean, I did it at the bunny ranch. Yeah. Right? Like I had the opportunity, paid the money. Yeah. Safe play. Like, let's do this. I did All try right. to perpetuate the rumor that the other two with the foursome of Russell and Sierra. <laughs> oh, <laughs> jeez. kidding. Uh, Sounders are not good right now, but no. Sounders are good overall. That was it was a tough loss last night. Don't worry. Schmetz will have them fired up for the playoffs. They'll be okay. Kraken or rolling. Yes! I'll at bring least right up, now. I'd bring up the right they won a game. I'd bring up the World Series, but it's Atlanta and Houston. I don't know that I care.
1: How funny is that that I'm sure like the network was like, ooh. L.A. versus Boston, two major cities oh, in the World yeah. Series.
0: And two historic baseball. Right.
1: Yeah. Would have been an incredible ratings grab for them. Nope. They got the exact opposite. They've right. got World Series on Wish.
0: Right. And you're right. <laughs> we have Steve Miggs at home. <laughs> yes, we have right. And the problem is everybody in the country still hates Houston. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the only thing you'd watch it for is just to watch the Braves win.
1: And I, I think anyone that's probably around my age, a little bit younger, a little bit older, probably in a weird way, still has a, soft, a sweet spot for Atlanta because we grew up watching TBS. Right, and they were on. They were like
0: America's team when I was a kid. Right, like, so that's... They were on all the time. And I always say, that's the way the Cubbies were for me with WGN. Mm-hmm. And they played yeah. they played the most day games they could, so we, yep. always, we always watched the Cubs. That's right, because when we were growing up, man, I feel old. But Wrigley Field had no lights. They didn't have lights. So they could never have a night game. I'm, and that's not that long ago. No, and when they put in the lights, they still played the league minimum of night games. Yeah, dude. What was that? Maybe like
1: thirty, less than thirty years
0: ago. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would say maybe. Yeah, twenty-ish. Well, I would say twenty, but Christ, I got old. So I don't. know. I know, dude. We lost a night, but I feel decades. good. But yeah. like,
1: yeah, I got old. Yeah, I feel like forties versions of us are better than thirties versions of us, but we still yeah.
0: got old. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's nothing. I'm in better. Sh- I'm in better shape. But number-wise, I got old. Right. right. I'm closer to death, technically. Yeah. But maybe I'm not because I'm healthier now. Right. I really like avocados and go to the doctors. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, we go to the gym now. Yeah. (laughs) But, dude, how crazy is that to think that there's a ton of people that do not
0: even realize that there was once a time where Wrigley Field had no lights. It's wild, dude. And Right. And it's like, how are you guys Cubs fans? Like, Because you had off in the summer and they were on. All the time. You could watch them. And their scoreboard was in digital. I think did they even have power? Because <laughs> like, it's so f- lit up back then. No, and look, I've been to Wrigley a couple times. There's still seats there where there's poles, and you have obstructed views. Yes. Like I mean, it's a, it, it's old. That in Fenway, you're like when you get in there, like there are some places to see games. So when you get in there, you're like, oh damn, like this is a place that's like. Hasn't been updated. No, no, not at all. And both of them are not very friendly
1: for us wide-hipped fellas and ladies. Like, <laughs> it's like you squeeze into those seats. I'm like, oh, yeah. what is it
0: like? Everyone back in the 20s were skinny, dude. The worst is Michigan, really the big house, right? Because they always tout that they have like 110,000 people, but it's just benches. Yeah, and you are. I mean, like sardines. You're squeezed in there. Well, that's the like complaint right now about climate pledge. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'd
1: imagine that they like they have to process the complaints and then address some of them because the big issue is those bar seats. Yeah. The people are saying, A, if somebody stands up in front of you, unless you get on your knees and stand on your bar seat, you get obstructed view. Like for some reason, it's just the way – everything else is nice and deep. So people right. in front of you, you can still see over them. But for some reason, if, if they stand up while you're at your bar seat, you can't see if you're standing up. It's just like a Ooh. weird setup. And there's too many seats and not enough length of a bar. So, Oh, so people are just
0: crunched next to each other if, and they can't see the game? If everybody
1: that is at a bar seat is all sitting at the same time, I don't think they all fit along the whole bar. So Damn. I don't know. I, I, they got to figure that out. Damn. If not, that's a bummer. It is. But get a big chicken sandwich and you're happy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know me. We'll watch a couple of periods and then walk around.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking about you and I in December when we're going to go. It's going to be great. And then Munson, he says, hey, man, you guys need access to that uh, Space Needle Lounge. Let me know. And I'm like, you know we will. For it, sure. Especially if they win after the game, that stays open for an hour. Oh, that's us. And dude, we were there. That's when I was texting you. Oh, right, yeah, that looked fun. There were The players that were scratched, that were in their suits, yeah. were all in there. Nice. And JT Brown showed up in there. That's where I ran into John Forsland. It right. was like, that was the hangout, man. That was the spot. The best, though, and I know we got to go. We see a guy rocking a number 69 jersey, so Munson and I are both like, Munchin, like kind of taps me. He's like, check out this guy with the 69 jersey. It's awesome. And I go, nice. And he kind of looks at us like, yeah, man, cool, whatever. Turns around and walks off. Nameplate says Ott. It's Tyler Ott from the Seattle Seahawks, number oh. 69.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And he's there with his wife or girlfriend. And he would must, right, I look, I would I did it on, on Sunday at Pub League, One guy go, Oh, I didn't realize your number is 69. Nice. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like, nice, let's have a shot. Yeah. And he's just like,
1: yeah, man, cool, whatever. I think he wasn't a jerk. No, it just his football number. But he's just like, yeah, man, I'm Tyler Ott from the Seahawks. That's my number. They gave me this for free. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to get out of here. Uh, in just a moment, we're going to jump into an interview with Cody Rhodes, who's part yes. of uh, Roads to the Top, the reality show that he does with his wife. And a lot of AEW wrestlers are part of that as well. Plus, he wrestles for all elite wrestling, which is just killing it these days. I absolutely love it. So uh, anything going on for you? Uh, no, but I'm not here next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we oh, got a week off. Week off. And then when we come back, we'll have Bianca Belair joining us. Awesome. I'll pop that one in there. I already recorded it. So we'll, just, we'll have to wait.
0: All right. I should, should look have. up who she is. Oh, she's Lane. Oh, she's yeah, I amazing. I mean, yeah. Bianca, I was like, oh, that sounds good.
1: Friday night, I'm at Defy Ring Announcing. So hope nice. I'll see you there. Saturday night, if you live in the Bellingham area or are willing to make the drive, I'm wrestling at 5CC Wrestling. It's their mischief night. It's me taking on Jacob Oso. It's going to be a good fight. No
0: kidding. Yeah.
1: All right. That's going to be a good one. I'm actually looking a lot forward to that because him and I have had matches before and we always have a good, good time beating each other up. So right. come on out. It's at 5ccwrestling.com and it's at the Fraternal Order of Eagles on 1125 North Forest Street Friday and Saturday night. Saturday night, Saturday In night. Bellingham. Bellingham. Happy right. Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Get out there. Eat some candy. And follow us on Twitter at The Megacast.
0: Peace. Brains. 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 Brains.
1: Hello, Cody. Yeah, hello. Hey, how's it going, my man? Good, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great, dude. Uh, First of all, I don't even know where to start with you, but I just have to thank you because I'm a big fan of wrestling, and I love everything. But I have a two-year-old, and you'll probably realize this too. With uh, having a kid, is that? time is very limited so I don't get to watch as much wrestling as I want to but there's one promotion that I always make it a point to watch each week and that's AEW. You guys have brought so much fun to wrestling again and as a wrestling fan I truly appreciate that.
3: Thank you. It's a, t- it's a team effort and uh, the, the metrics lately have just been wild in terms of how many people are watching this dang show and and that that's one of those great power, great responsibility things. You know we just want to do do justice by the fans and and by the network. and hopefully we continue to do that.
1: Oh, that's so awesome, dude. And now you're jumping into the the world of reality television. and it feels weird saying this when you know you call something reality television, a lot of times it doesn't feel very real. But with your show, it does feel very real. Uh, was that something that was important to you with doing a reality show? It was
3: very important to me that it be authentic. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. And uh, and then it was very important, actually, it worked out because it was incredibly important to TNT. Uh, Jenny Ramirez and Shed Media and everybody was absolutely adamant about if TNT is going to do a reality show, well, it just can't be your mom and pop this. It's got to be different. And they're capturing it at such a time where personal lives are influx and insanely tumultuous with my wife being nine months pregnant, yeah. the company growing at the rate it is, uh, they captured it at such a unique time. You didn't really have to, frame anything up. It was authentic and that, uh, that's the thing I've been most proud of watching these six episodes is you know, or the five episodes and the sixth one coming up this Saturday in the finale is that that's what people got to see and uh, it's like having this home movie that I'll have forever. Really special.
1: You say that, dude. I, I was thinking that watching the last episode and it kind of got me in the, as they say, in the feels because it's like what an incredible thing to have. You have a, a, a video document of having the birth of your first child. That that to me is, I, I look back on mine and I have all the great memories, but I'm like, man, I could only imagine if I had that on video just, just to be able to look back and like smile because it's, in my opinion, the greatest moment and I think everyone would agree when you have a kid, it's the greatest moment in your life. It's that first moment where I truly felt tears of, of joy and how awesome that was to have that and, and thanks for sharing that with us as fans.
3: Oh, I I I um I look back at the episode where Liberty was born and I, I almost feel like I want to, uh, DP credit on it because I filmed most of it. because It was, it was mid covid It's mid COVID. And, uh, and, and they, you know, my wife is just given birth and I'm, I'm completely shell shocked and stunned in a beautiful way by this, this little girl that's mine now. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you know, Hey, can you please turn your phone sideways, set it to HD? Next <laughs> amount of frames per- X amount of frames per second, So as, you know, as I'm, fil- as I'm filming it, it's fun. And my wife, I can see my wife is like, what are you doing? But right. now I look back, I treasure that it's my home movie of I'll have it forever. Liberty will, will literally look at herself. I mean, they, they got it. Like I got it. The footage of her coming, coming out and just like going on to like the warming table and her little hat on and all that. I, uh, yeah, no, I'll have that forever. And Dad Life,
1: how great has it been for you so far?
3: Uh, nothing I could possibly compare it to. yeah um, nothing I could possibly compare it to and and you know you hear about well, life changes and it's the most important thing, and it is all those things. but i what I've really enjoyed is the fact that I remember what it was like to be a kid and not care about anything, just you know my parents and my family and you know, once I started going to elementary school, then that was a thing. But like that innocence is now I feel like I'm fighting for a whole new thing. You know, I'm the cynical mid thirties, you know, wrestling producer. And now I feel like I'm fighting for a completely different, uh, psychology. And that being just that innocence is my childhood self has kind of been filled up by having a child. And, uh, and I'm just so excited that I get to be her dad forever and be responsible for her. And, I, uh, yeah, no, she's just the best and smiles, and it's really a really a journey, first kid journey for me. And, um, gosh, I don't know what I was doing before.
1: I appreciate you sharing those moments, and I, I look forward to seeing the upcoming episode. And AEW is just firing on. I mean, dude, it's just insane. Like, what you guys have done in the, in, since the start but especially in these last few months it just seems like every week there's something massive that happens that gets the whole wrestling world talking about it and then on top of that you, you have a great wrestling school and I just want to quickly give a shout out because I have a couple buddies that are there right now that are part of the Nightmare Factory and that's uh, my buddies Cody Guillermo and Madeline and so I just wanted to give them a shout out and I'm hoping that they're killing it over there
3: That's awesome that you even know about the nightmare factory. I love that. Uh, I am extremely proud of what QT has been able to do at the nightmare factory. I was not a believer in wrestling schools because I was trained on the fly in front of audiences essentially. And I have come to see their value so much in terms of not just teaching people the basics and teaching people the etiquette that goes into the wrestling industry, but also the community. I We were talking about what it's like to be a little kid again. It's amazing to be a young person, any age person, getting into the business and that first bit of community is the school that you go to and the people that you train with. I've never forgot the people that I was with and now seeing that happen it's, it's just, it's special. And also I'm the easiest coach ever. QT is the bad, bad cop. I, I, they do, they do the thing. All right, cool. It's a C plus move on. You know, like it's uh it's really fun to teach wrestling and uh, and especially with young kids and show them the old footage and, yeah, the factory's got it going on.
1: Sure, life is just way too busy f- to see you once again in a Defy ring, but we, we still over here look back fondly at that first show, first few shows where you were a part of and you helped put Defy on the map and, and that's something that doesn't go unnoticed over here. We always look back and be like, man, that was so awesome.
3: Dog, I just put it together that Cody, we don't call him Cody because QT was afraid I would get mad. And then the other one you're talking about, are you are talking about Vicky Dreamboat, Seattle, yeah, yeah. they're the best in the class so far. Uh, Vicky, she's the number one in the class right now, and I let her know. I'm super terrible about letting the kids know who I like the most. And uh, <laughs> she she's my favorite at the moment. I'm real proud of both of them. They, they've really taken their opportunity so far and done good with it.
1: Well, I trained with those guys before they left. Uh, so it's it, it's for me, it's just been, a, 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 especially with, with Vicky, because she just started. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I'm going to a nightmare factory. And we're like, what? Dude, that makes me so yep. happy to hear. I, I, I love that girl. She's one of the coolest people. And it's so awesome to hear that. Yep, she's number
3: one right now. But the guy, there's a guy named Tony who's right up behind her. I'm going to let her know if he takes her spot. I'm
1: yeah. a terrible coach. Yeah, screw Tony. Tony, man, we don't want any of that. (laughs) Cody, man, it's an absolute pleasure, and uh, best of luck with everything. And seriously, congratulations. I'm a girl dad as well, and it's the best thing that ever happened in my life, and it sounds like the same for you as well.
3: Thank you. I can't wait to get out there to Defy again. I haven't had my last Defy show. Don't worry. Uh, Uh, I'm excited to see you all. Thank you. Thank you.